Good afternoon and welcome. I'm Karen Marsdale, President of the Greater Reading Chamber, and it's my pleasure to welcome you to um, another member spotlight. And this is an opportunity where we get to talk to members, uh, both new members and those who have been with us for many years, and hear their stories because we've got lots of great stories from Berks County and um, the business community that it um, encompasses. So with me today is a relatively new member of the chamber from Quantum Dynamics, and that's Quantum, is Lucas Stacy. So Lucas, thanks for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to be a new member of the chamber and a lot of great opportunities you guys have going on right now. Well, I think we do. And um, I think it's the place to be. It's the hub for business. And um, you know, and the other thing that we do is we like to connect. We like Absolutely. to connect the dots for people and to make things happen. So you are based in Lancaster County. We are. Um, and you've been around since 2008. Mm -hmm. So not quite 10 years. Um, but what makes you, you know, you're a, essentially when you say quantum dynamics, you don't know what, it, they could be a manufacturer, who knows? But they are a strategic marketing agency. And you provide strategy, marketing, design, development, editorial, content, and more. So would you say that, what is the niche, if somebody were to say, give me your elevator speech? So I would say our greatest niche is that over 70% of consumers are performing their product or service research online before they're ever reaching out to the final business that they actually want to purchase from. So one of the things we really highlight is getting an intricate understanding of who some of those key customers would be for our clients and making sure that we are communicating as clearly as possible to them in the online space to make sure that very first impression they're going to get is a positive one. Because if the first opportunity their potential customers are going to have to engage with that organization is going to be on their website or through social media or through an email campaign, we really want to be as strategic and targeted as possible to provide the exact information that their potential client would be looking for at the time they're looking for it and using the mechanism they're most likely to engage with. So your, your approach is not kind of the needle in the haystack and hope that it all works out and you'll find the, the needle. You're going you're gonna to try to get that strategy right down to, to finding um, for a customer, your client, um, what makes the, the customer or their potential customer kind of tick. Is that what? what That's exactly correct. We are not order takers. So we're not someone where you say, I need a website, and then we identify a template and put a website out there just so you have a space on the internet to be found. We really value being that strategic partner. So we'll come alongside you, get a really intricate understanding of your product, your service, of who your client is, and then we'll make sure we manipulate that content to be exactly what that end consumer would look for. And something that we do that's pretty unique is, you know, a few years ago, somebody like me would sell you a website and then three or four years down the road, pick up the phone and say, hey, your website's kind of stale, it's time for a new one. So the problem with that is you would have a great website for six months, an okay website for 12 to 18 months, but then you're really experiencing diminishing returns as technology's kind of passed you by. So what we love to do is build that initial website for you in a manner that is very adaptive so that moving forward we can continue to assess that website, maybe identify pages that are causing visitors to leave. What can we do to align that page to better match hmm. the rest of the website 
to get that visitor to stick around a little bit longer. We use this tool called Hotchar, which is kind of invasive but also super effective, that tracks where the user's mouse is on the web page. So if the user's mouse is hanging out over here, but your schedule a free consultation button is over here, we know that maybe we need to align that with where the visitor's mouse is hanging out to increase the likelihood that that visitor is going to engage with your product or service. Now that's just almost scary. <laughs> it certainly is. Because that means that quite literally, they didn't even know, that. hopefully they don't know what's in my brain, <laughs> but they know where my mouse is. So um, if I'm looking at this particular, you know, I have to admit I'm a shopper. Mm -hmm. So I'll be on different websites and looking for deals and if my I'm hovering around these shoes as opposed to something else so they can really tell where I'm hovering absolutely and, that, and is that why sometimes I'll be doing something completely different all of a sudden those shoes pop up that's exactly why something like that would happen see go figure that somebody figured that out and and that's why it's so important it's to genius. be really strategic about those things because think about how many emails you have you get on the same person this every week that you've unsubscribed from because they're constantly bombarding your email or your inbox they ignore things those you don't care about. exactly so what we'd like to do is if you interact with a blog post on one of our clients websites we'll know what the primary content was in that blog post so maybe we'll send you information that's relevant specific to the blog post you looked at because you probably if you're looking at shoes you may not care about men's underwear. So we'll send Definitely. you things about women's shoes. You know, rather than just, oh, we have this product or this service, we're gonna send it to you because it's a thing that we offer. We're going to try and make sure that that content is specifically catered to whatever that end user cares about. One, so they don't unsubscribe. And two, because they're more likely to look at you like an expert, like a trusted advisor, if you're actually giving them information mm -hmm. that they want to engage with and already know they're interested in. So there's lots of you know, just technology is just ever, ever, ever evolving. Absolutely. Um, and it sounds like what you folks are doing um, is is really kind of being laser focused on all of that. Um, but being a strategic agency, as you've um, as you've as you've marketed yourself, um, do you go the full gamut of other like? Again, I'm going to say you know, being old fashioned and knowing agencies that did print. Mm -hmm. Um, and did you know when you do it when you would do a campaign for example um, that you'd, you ha you'd hit all of the mediums do you find that really what you are most um, strategic or your niche is more digital as opposed to print and something else so I would say absolutely that our niche is in the web development and the digital space in particular but what we've really learned is that we're great collaborators and a lot of times our clients are really looking for someone to quarterback some of those more comprehensive marketing campaigns. So we may develop the, the strategy, we'll do the online implementation, but in addition to that, we have great partners, you know, videographers or print agencies okay. that we'll bring into the fold and then have them assist us to get those projects across the finish line. Good, and that that's probably what is, is driving most um, agencies, I would think, today, because you really can't be sort of all things to all people. 100%. It's so much more important to stay in your lane, identify what you're good at, really excel, and then identify those partners who are strong in your deficiencies mm -hmm. and create that level of synergy between other organizations. And the collaboration and the teamwork there is just huge. Sure. There's no need to try and take all of the pie when you know there's more than enough to go around and you can just really stick to what you excel at. Yeah, I mean, that's 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 definitely um, true. So let, let's talk a little bit more about, you know, when we think about digital marketing and, and um, 
you know, even as the chamber, mm-hmm. you know, um, we, we know that we're not good in certain areas and we tend to send out a lot of emails mm-hmm. and, um, you know, with, with, with what I know in terms of not being an expert, but, but just, you know, sort of been having been in that kind of marketing arena for, you know, it's like, okay, email, email marketing is now dead and this is what's taking its place. But I don't know that that's necessarily always the case that there's something is gone and it's gone forever. Just like print is still, I like to, I like to read a magazine. I like to, um, um, see things in print not that I'm going to you know when so we sort of like try to play this game of okay they're not looking at an email so maybe we'll send them a postcard or we're not um, sending print so maybe we should send an email or now we're getting into this world of social media what's your opinion of social media in terms of what is it that makes people respond so you know you touched on a lot of subjects right there and first of all I 100% agree that print is not dead one of the big components of all the strategies we build for our clients is making sure we're touching them in the manners that they are going to respond to. So, you know, if you're skewing to a slightly older audience or if you're talking to someone who doesn't receive mail very often, so it's a treat to get something like that. I 100% agree there's tons of marketing opportunities Mm -hmm. to still continue to utilize print. But regarding social media in particular, it's really important to identify what market you're trying to speak to. So for me personally, I'm frequently trying to engage with owners, CEOs, or chief marketing officers. So a CEO and an owner likely is very limited on their time. So they need things in short bursts. So that might be something like a Twitter message because I know it's going to be limited in characters. It's something I can get in front of them very swiftly. If I'm looking to do something that's a little more long form, give some touchy feels to a CMO who likely cares a little bit more about some of the actual services and not just the bottom line financial information, then maybe LinkedIn would be a great place because I can put a blog post out there and then they can go into a little bit more long form information. If I'm looking for the 55 and plus club, I might be checking out Facebook because that's where a lot of the older social media oh members my are God, hanging out. Goodness. So we're, the old people are doing Facebook. That's, that's, and the, and that's what the started, numbers say. And that's what, and that started with kids. It certainly did. And now they're doing what? Well, now people, Instagram, Snapchat, uh, we're working with a client right now who's doing a really, really fun fundraising campaign, and we're coming alongside them for their two-day event and creating a Snapchat filter for them. So it's going to be really fantastic for everybody to come and hang out. It's going to be a family event, so the kids will be able to come in, you know, take their Snapchat stories that will be branded with the event while the parents come to and get to actually pay attention to the meat and some of the donations and some of the cool fun activities they have going on. So we really try to keep everybody incorporated. And that's one of the beautiful things about social media is there's really something out there for everybody. Wow, that was a lot. A lot. That was a lot. Um, So I think what you would, would say is, depending on the client, clearly, and really depending on who the audience is that you want to reach, you've got to figure out a way to connect the dots. So I think you nailed it really with the second half because with the client, we want somebody who is going to be collaborative and allow us to express what we think will be best for them. And what's going to be best for them is what's going to resonate with their audience. So it's really the second half of what you mentioned that we're going to spend the most time with because if we're not getting in front of those potential customers, then there's not a lot of point in having a website and crafting that blog content 
because if you're not being intelligent in its distribution and increasing and maximizing the impact that it's going to ultimately have to generate leads for your website and your business, then you're just spending money. And we don't want that. We want to really see that ROI and be able to use data to show what key performance indicators are showing that this was a successful thing. And maybe this wasn't as successful as some other campaigns we did. So what can we do to manipulate it to make it more like that success story? So we really, really love the data, the analytics, and be able to continually improve our engagements with our clients yeah. as we gather that more information, the longer we're able to be partner with them. So just really one quick question um, that we have time left for, but you know, we hear a lot about people blogging mm -hmm. and you know, this person is a blogger or that person is a blogger. And I'm I'm still curious how people do that for a living. <laughs> You or is it not just, alone? Or is it um, just a fun thing to do if I just happen to, you know, so, be either independently wealthy or have another job? So I think it's a fun thing for a lot of people to do. It's a great way to keep family from out of state up to date on your personal life. Or if you're a fashion blogger and you want to get some free pair of shoes and you have enough of a following, maybe a shoe company will send you a pair to test out. Uh, oh, I gee, think, I think I'd do that. <laughs> I think very few people are truly getting rich off blogging. If somebody was really trying to make a living off something like that, then really what they'd be doing is contracting with businesses or with marketing agencies like us and crafting blog content for corporations sure. and so not just their individual day-to-day the -day life. Uh, right, exactly. exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's it's always always sort of fascinated me. Um, and I will have staff tell me, you know, oh, this person is, you know, their blog, they're blogging, um, uh, they have more followers than so and so. I'm like, well, what does that matter? I mean, like, are they getting anything out of that? <laughs> or just the fact that there's notoriety? But, you know, it's, it's, it, when you think about the fact, and I know this is going to sound very archaic to you, but when I came to the chamber 20 years ago, we had just gotten computers. Mm -hmm. um, we had just gone, um, digital with um, our database so before that everything was on a you know I don't know, like a three by five card or something and um, so we've come a long way it's really scary well and it's only going to continue to change they're saying by 2020 that audio search is going to be one of the predominant search factors so not just your mobile phone not just your desktop but hey Siri where do I want to go for dinner tonight Alexa what time do I need to pick up my kids so how can we begin to identify advertising space in some of those audio sections as well is going to be one of the huge areas of opportunity coming up and a lot of research coming on our end because we want to be on the cutting edge of that but that change is is always coming well you know and you and we talked before the segment about the fact that you have you have clients that are not just in um, Berks County or Lancaster County mm -hmm. or in Pennsylvania but they're in other states how do you do you find those by way of what? So we have a couple of verticals that we're particularly successful with. So credit unions, for example, we have a lot of credit union clients. Okay. So Get if that. somebody sees a competitor's website that they enjoy, they'll conduct a little research, come find us, and you know we'll make sure to do whatever we can to accommodate them regardless of their geographic location. Technology has made that much simpler than it ever used to be. Uh, and alongside that is we practice what we preach. 
so we have our own blog campaigns, our own social media stuff, so we're really doing the most we can to maximize people's ability to find us as well. So it's a lot of lead generation through the website and you know, trying to get people to think, oh, those guys are a thought leader in this field, that blog post really resonated with mm -hmm. me, this white paper I just downloaded answered all of my questions, those are going to be somebody I want to work with, and we've got a lot of leads across the country that way. And that's really, you know, that that's something that um, a lot of a lot of um, marketers will talk about, and that is to to become in your field, kind of the expert in the field of, and that comes along with writing, and it comes along with blogging, or it comes along with you being kind of that thought leader, um, so that people do start to see you as as the leader. Um, comes with your... doing podcasts with the Reading Chamber. <laughs> You are so right. It absolutely <laughs> is. So, so um, yeah, I think that there's just a lot that's very interesting, very new and, and dynamic, and I'm glad there's young people like you who will keep me on the cutting edge of what's going on in digital. Happy because, to do it. You know, I, I just get, like, very confused. So, well, it was a pleasure having you here. Thank you. Um, you're a relatively new member. Um, what's your, what is your impression so far of us? Oh, it's been fantastic. The biggest thing I could say is just dive in, come hang out, expose yourself to as many opportunities as you possibly can. I love the Power Networking lunches. Great way to get to meet a ton of people in an abbreviated period of time. And everyone's been welcoming with open arms and can't say enough fantastic things about the first impression and short-term impression that Burke's uh, Chamber has really, really provided me with. Well, I appreciate that because, you know, as much as you're in the digital world and you're either Snapchatting or tweeting or whatever else you're doing on your phone or you're – I probably said that wrong, right? You nailed it. Just I did. say okay. it with conviction and say nobody it, questions say, you. Say it with conviction That's and, right. as though you know it. You know, there's still something about eyeball to eyeball. No doubt about it. Um, you know, making, making relationships happen and being, um, you know, uh, have, have that, that interpersonal piece to um, – to relationship building with clients and customers, so, so thank you so much, and thank I'm you. glad you're I'm glad you're um, enjoying your time with with our chamber, and I'm sure that you're going to get lots of leads, you're going to get lots of, of connections, and um, it's going to be a great experience. I'm excited for it. So, thank Lucas, you so much. thanks for being with here here with us today. Thanks for having. Us. Okay, take care.